Good evening. And uh, as always, I want to thank you for uh, watching this evening. And uh, I just uh, hope that uh, you've had a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend, as we're jumping back into our study on the book of Ruth this evening. And uh, I really have just been blessed by studying for this series, and I pray that you will be blessed from it. I want to take just a moment and uh, I wish my condolences to uh, um, uh, some of the families that watch so regularly um, and to uh, the Jornet family. We're praying for you during your loss at this time. Um, and um, to the McKinney family, we're uh, praying for you guys as well during your loss. And so, as always, I hope that you will not just watch these videos, but you'll pray for the names that you see pop up or the names who comment or the names who like these videos and uh, that you can pray for one another. And so, tonight I want to talk to you about relationships that are changed by God. You see, we started looking about how choices led the child, these, this family into a terrible place. End up costing them death. It caused them heartache and pain and suffering. And so what happens is this young lady who has these two sons and they both die, she gets older. She's past childbearing age. And she says, I'm going to go home. You see, her husband made a foolish choice to lead the family away from the promised land. She makes the choice, I'm going to go back to the promised land where God is blessing. And we talked about how you know that she probably had to be thinking when she came back, all those people who were going to be saying, well, we told you you shouldn't have left, or it's about time, or all of those things. But she didn't let her pride keep her from coming back to where God wanted her to be. And so she tells her daughter-in-laws, I'm going to leave. And we looked at that in verses 6 and 7. And now I want you to hear verses 8 about what she tells to her two daughter-in-laws. And Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, Go, return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal with you kindly, as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find rest each in the house of her husband. So she kissed them, and they lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, Surely we will return to you with you and your people. You see, what happens is Naomi tells Ophrah and Ruth that I, I need you to go back to your parents' home. They'll find you a husband. You can be taken care of. I'm going back to my people. Do you find it interesting there that both of these young ladies say, we're going to go with you to your people? Now, if I'm Naomi, I should realize these two pagan Moabs, women, are willing to come back to Israel and to hear about God and to worship God. But all she can worry about is herself getting back to Israel. She says, you go to your homes and to your families and to your husbands. Think about that for a second. What she's telling them is go back to your old pagan lifestyle, your old way of doing things, your old godless society. And that's what she tells them. 
But listen to what it says here. Then they lifted, excuse me, in verse 11. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there still sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and should also bear sons, would you wait for them till they were grown? Would you restrain yourself from having husbands? No, my daughters, for it grieves me very much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. She says, I'm not looking for a husband, but even if I got a husband and got pregnant, you'd have to wait two decades for them to have grow up in order for you to marry them. She says, go back to your family. You see, once again, Naomi is not thinking about the blessings of God. She's basing her decisions based on physical needs, on financial needs, on emotional needs. And so listen to what happens here. Because these are how relationships work. One of these relationships is built on a love for a person. The other one is built on a relationship with love for God. Listen here. Then they lifted up their voice and wept again, and Ophrah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. And she looked, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. But Ruth clung to her. You see, Naomi knew that Ophrah didn't love God, that it was a relationship, an earthly relationship. And friends, earthly relationships come and go. Earthly relationships change. Earthly relationships are important, but earthly relationships are not the thing that holds this world together. It is first a relationship with God and then others. If you want to have a marriage that God can bless, both of you love Him first and then each other. A church has to love God first and then each other. But listen to what Ruth says. Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And don't miss this. And your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. You see, she is telling her that I want to go with you, not just because you're my mother-in-law, not just because you're someone special to me, but I know your God, and I want your God to be my God. I want the Lord to bless you and to bless me. You see, friends, that's what changes relationships. That's why the Bible tells us not to be unequally yoked. That's why when you see someone who loves God and someone who is not loving God, how those relationships get so twisted. Because why? Ruth is showing her, I worship God. I don't want to go back to the pagan gods that I used to know. I don't want to go to the pagan way I used to live. I don't want to go back to the heathen lifestyle of the Moabites. I am a child of God. I want to be in the family of God, the blessings of God. And so, friends, you need to understand something, that Christian relationships, 
whether in family, whether in marriage, whether at work, whether at church, should be some of the strongest bonds because we're not connected by a love for just each other. Because if our love is just based on each other, I'm going to fail you. I'm going to hurt you. You're going to hurt me. But when our relationship is based on the love of God, it changes everything. Because why? God says that He first loved us, and so we should love Him and love others. He said if others wrong you, He forgave us, so forgive them. You see, Ruth here is a beautiful picture of not just emotional love, but godly love. A love that is not based on circumstances or situations. It's the kind of love that God has for us. It's the kind of love that we're supposed to have for our spouses. It's the kind of love we're supposed to have. A love that is not based on who you are and what you do. You see, Ophrah was emotional. She kissed her mother-in-law. She wept. But then she went back to her pagan gods. But Ruth clung to her. And friends, you need to surround yourself with people who love God and love you. Quit trying to fit a square box into a circle hole. Quit trying to force people to want to love you, want to be a part of your life. You have to love those who God has given you a kindred spirit. And what brings us together? Jesus. That doesn't mean we don't love the lost, we don't love our family, we don't love our friends. But all of those are dependent on the relationships that we have. But yet, a relationship that's built on Jesus, that's a love. That regardless of the up or down, the highs or lows, the mountains or the valleys, that God can put together. And so tonight, be a Ruth. Don't be an Ophrah. Be a Ruth. Don't be a Naomi who sends people back to their pagan lifestyle. Cling to your love for God and love for your fellow believers. That's why the Bible tells us to do good at all times when possible, but especially to those, to the household of faith. And so, friends, in a world that hates Christians, in a world that hates those who are trying to do what's right, you need godly people to love you enough to correct you, to encourage you, to sit beside you. Because, friends, if it's not based on Jesus, it won't last. And so, tonight I pray that you have a love for Jesus and you have those kind of people in your life. I hope that your life is full of Ruths who will be with you because they love Jesus and love you. As always, like I said, pray for those two families that watch our nightly devotions that have lost loved ones. And as always, if I can ever help you in any way, please let me know. And be praying for me. I'm getting ready to go back out and try to show the young guys how to play basketball. And even though I've realize I am extremely too old for that. And so, as always, I love you. I'm praying for you. And if God is willing and the rapture doesn't happen, we'll see you tomorrow night.